Hello, hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Taj and Bruce for the weekly podcast breakdown. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. You watch UFC 269. Kind of heartbroken over here. Kind of heartbroken. Oh, I cried several times for my man. This one, it was hard. It was a really hard pill to swallow. We all wanted that fairy tale ending where the the good guy goes through all the hardships, Aladdin style, you know, diamond in a rough, street red, coming from the bottom, and then finally getting this opportunity just for Jafar to whoop his ass. It, yeah, oh. it was it was definitely a hard pill to swallow. Um, it's tough. I got. I, I don't have words for this, as you can <laughs> as you can tell. I really don't. I'm trying to still grasp it. It, it hasn't sank in yet. If you guys have been watching Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, you guys have probably already know by now. UFC 269 main event was Charles Oliveira versus Dustin Poirier. Now let's just break it down a, a little bit before in the opening round. Dustin Poirier showed promise. He dropped Charles Oliveira with a good combination. He, he did his vintage boxing. He did. He's a he's a better he's a superior boxer. So he did we his that. he did his vin, vintage DP. You know, um, got Oliveira rocked several times. Yes. Didn't have enough time to close it out. And Charles Oliveira does what he does. Same thing survived. with Michael. <laughs> Sur- yeah, survived for it, his dear life. Hey, if you want to have an X Factor, survival is probably the biggest one yeah, that you he, could possibly. He has have. a chin. He he definitely has a chin. I mean, after getting rocked by Chandler, surviving and then winning that fight, and then to do to repeat it, this yes. fight we saw it in the Michael Chandler. That's he's challenging himself through adversity, and you. I mean, clearly you see results. He's he's improving. He this was his. 28th fight at the age of 32. He's really shown progression. In the year 2011, he was 10 and 8 in the UFC. They are both pioneers of the sport. Yes. Probably going to. I know DP will definitely be in the Hall of Fame. Um, Oliveira. Dana White, get him in. You think. So with Oliveira, probably if he wins a couple more. If he defends the belt a couple more times. I don't even even know, honestly, if he's going to be. In the Hall of Fame today. DP, we know today he's in the Hall of Fame. Yes, yes. Dustin Poirier gets in the Hall of Fame as of today. For Charles Oliveira to put his name on that resume, he would have to defeat Justin Gaethje, which actually, thinking about it, is a really tough matchup for Justin Gaethje because we saw what Khabib did to him. And he would have to beat Islam Makhachev. If Charles Oliveira makes a turnaround this late in his career, beating Michael Chandler, Dustin Poirier, Justin Gaethje, and Islam Makhachev... He's not beating Makhachev, though. But if he does, they're playing that devil's advocate... I think that will solidify a spot in the Hall of Fame. Yes, I, I 100% agree. And it, it just for the story and the career... Let's, let's be real, though. There was a lot of doubters, including myself and Oliveira. Yes. I was one of them. I was number two. You know? Everyone was calling him out because we've seen him quit before. We've seen it. We've, we've seen, seen him it. quit. He tapped his strikes via Paul Felder with elbows. So when you see a fighter tapping to strikes, you know there's quit in him. Yeah. It's not a submission hold. It's He's not knocked out cold. He's submitting to strikes. 
So uh, in the second round, Charles Oliveira got him down. He took him down, held him the whole entire time, which in hindsight, I do not believe that was a good strategy. It, so listening to the post-fight interview, DP, <sighs> my heart. I mean, we both know that Oliveira is a surgeon when it comes to BJJ. Yes. Right? So DP's, his whole mindset in the second was, all right, I got taken down. I'm not going to try to pull guard. I'm going to stay in guard and just hug him because he felt if he tried making a move, he would expose his back, his neck, his arm, his leg, you know, what have you. I can't blame him for that. I, I mean, mean he, he knew he was up one. Yes. So oh, he's yeah. like, he all right, it's round. a five-round fight. It's 1-1 one, one now. I'm going to step it up into the third. Let me lose the second round. That was his strategy. Not a bad strategy in hindsight. But it seemed, I don't know what happened, but he gassed, it seemed like, in the third round. Charles Oliveira got his back. You think so? You think so? I think something I think was compromised with he him. He definitely, he definitely, I don't think he was gassed. I think he just, I, maybe, was, I mean, maybe was he it was. Those maybe he was, body? maybe he was gassed because he People, did give, it, give up his back pretty easily. It, it um, was standing against the, uh, against the fence. Poirier did say, like, there was one knee. That I, hit I mean, him, yep. hit him, hit him in the uh, the liver that actually kind of shook him. But like, I took mean, the he threw out like of sails. he ate like six knees. Yeah, he did. Only he one kind of affected him, but he was like, you know, I was, I was still good. I was hurt, but I was good. I, I wonder if that was the case. It it wasn't vintage. I we wanted to see Dustin go all five rounds. I think. I think after the second, he's holding on for his dear life. He's gassing out his arms by hugging poor or uh, Oliveira. And then, you know, once, was. yeah, once it came down, I mean, it's, it takes a lot out of you to be on your back, whole, literally squeezing somebody to death. Taking elbow shots to the face. Taking elbows. You're going to be gassed. And I think that's, I think that's what happened. Cause we, <sighs> when was the last time we've seen DP on his back against Khabib? Yes. Or on the ground, I should say against Khabib. But it's I mean, he wrestler. wasn't even on a, the ground for long. Poirier was on the ground for two, a whole, the, a whole round. So... You're probably right. He was a guest. That's that's the only thing I can think of. We know Dustin Poirier can go five rounds. He's done it time and time again against Dan Hooker. And he's still knocking people Justin out. Against Justin Gaethje. Yeah. Against Max Holloway. Yes. We've seen him go time and time again. So that's the only thing I can think of. He and just arms. Charles Oliveira holding him down, doing his Brazilian jiu-jitsu. So yeah. even though it's hard to say, the look on Dustin Poirier's face made me want to cry. I cried. I cried inside. I don't believe he's going to get that second shot. But just have to give hats off to Charles Oliveira. He came from the bottom, the slums of Brazil, fought his way up to the top, was in an organization for 10-plus years. I, I wanted so much for Dustin Poirier to win. He's a family man. He has a donation. He gives money he to a, charity. has his own hot sauce brand yeah. from Louisiana. You got to respect it. You got to respect it. I think... I think in his mind right now, he's probably like, I, I want to say there's going to be some regret because he took, he obviously took the money over the no. title. Yep. So there's always <laughs> going to be that in the back of his head. Has Should be. I have went for the belt and then potentially fought McGregor down the road? Or was that the right choice by fighting McGregor, collecting a paycheck, Securing my family's future and then winning the belt. That what if? That's it's a what if. if. It's a what if at that point. Damn it! 
He's gonna live with regret, uh, I think. God, I Dustin. think he will. I think he will. No, Dustin. Right? <laughs> yeah, he will. He has to every single he's thinking about that right now. He's gonna do throughout Christmas with the holidays. It's gonna be he's gonna still have a really fantastic Christmas, but it just has to eat at him at the back of his head. So he, he wanted to solidify his legacy. He wanted to cement his legacy in the UFC. And I don't think he, he he did not do that. He did not. He did not do that. He's he a he's a, a great fighter. He's an interim champion, but that's not. No, you would no. It's not enough. Uh, not so enough. congratulations to Dustin Poirier. All hats off and getting over to the second Wait, heartbreak. Wait, hold on. You said Poirier. What? Congratulations to Oliveira. Oh, shit. I want him to win so bad. No, it's all good. It's all good. I caught that. Trust me. I wanted you I wanted you to say that. <laughs> I thought that was what I was going to be saying tonight. Yeah. No, it's all good. It's all good. Oh, um, no, but uh congratulations to to Oliveira. DP, I please one of these days I hope you tune into the podcast. I hope you come back. Uh, oh, he's coming on the podcast tomorrow. <laughs> I hope you come. <laughs> I hope you come back. Uh, the my second heartbreak of the evening. Actually, no, this is the very first heartbreak of the evening. Amanda Nunes. We saw in the co-main Amanda, event. You called it. You called it. Amanda. You called it. God damn, Nunes. Nunes. Yeah, I was you hoping I was wrong, but the thing that I. That really stuck out to me. If you, any of you guys watched the pre-fight uh, conference, Amanda Nunes was very emotional. I was hoping that they had a ladies' agreement that they were trying to sell the fight because all of the eyes were on the main event. Everyone was talking about Dustin Poirier, Charles Oliveira. So I was really hoping the ladies of the event were trying to get a little shine on their part, you know. They can't just come up one short and Amanda Nunes, who should be absolutely promoted more, she should be more talked about. She is, hands down, even still after last night, the greatest female combatant of all time. It's just, there's, she's still a double champ, even though she lost her championship this past Saturday. She is still the woman's 145 champion. But... There was just a little bit too much anger or emotion every time they were asking the challenger something. They were bringing her, uh, they were bringing up Amanda Nunes, and she kept on just really flying off the handle. It kind of reminded me of Conor McGregor, how he started to really drink at the events and started yelling and shouting. That's what we were seeing from Amanda Nunes, and when you're seeing the champion unravel before an event that is not good so every time amanda was yelling i was just thinking to myself amanda be cool be cool you're the champ you are the goat juliana played the conor mcgregor game that mental warfare definitely did she got under amanda's skin that's that's the only thing i could have thought of and when this fight, who expected Juliana Pena from Chicago, Illinois to Represent. outstrike Amanda Nunes on the goddamn feet? All I'm saying is a lot of people made a lot of money. A lot of money. A lot of people made a lot of money. And that one guy that bet 300000 
thousand dollars on a to make forty grand. Yeah. yeah, that guy is probably no longer on planet Earth. I'm just gonna keep it right there. That was hard, but if you would have bet a thousand dollars on Julieta Pena, you would have literally came up. Probably it was like $85,000 off of a $1,000 bet because she was a 9 to 1 underdog, which was insane. She was plus plus 900, which is insane. I should have bet. I should have. God damn it, bet. Fuck, 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 fuck. So 100%, I do believe Amanda Nunes is going to be back. She's going to take that title again. It was her first down dropping down to 139 pounds in two years. So that weight cut could have did it. And plus, remember, this fight got pushed back because Nunez did catch COVID. So the recovery on that, I know it affects a lot of people more differently. So there's, she did not look like a man in Nunez. She, she did not move her damn head. She did not move her head. She kept walk, literally walking into jabs. Oh, I counted like nine times where she walked into a jab. Just hate to see it. Just hate to see so it. So I, I, would, I would assume that weight cut... Played a toll. And COVID. She was, she was fatigued. COVID. Maybe she got complacent because she's been the champ for so damn long. Double champ. Yeah, double champ. You. She still has one championship, so she's feeling a little unbalanced, but she'll be back on that. I my my money's think, on Amanda. I think this is good for the women's um, division, though, because she's been, she's been dominating for so long in two divisions where... We need something new. We need something fresh. And uh, we were not excited for our fights. No, we were, we were like, all right, all right, this is a guaranteed win. Nunes wins by round one. Yep. TKO, knockout. So this is good. This is, is good. That's what I was thinking of that as well. This is good. This is good for the sport, I think. Because we're, hey, I'm going to be more excited for the next one. Yes. I'm going to be way more excited for this rematch. I agree. So. Uh, that that fight is going to be scheduled. I'm going to guess sometime April. Uh, looks like Amanda wants to get right back out there, and so we are definitely tuning in for that one. So at the end of the day, congratulations, Julia Pana. We're from Chicago. She's from Chicago. So we, hey, I'm a little bit. I'm actually very excited for her. This is the first time the UFC has come from our hometown. I was uh, driving to work today, and I was listening to the radio, and they. Did a shout out to Did Juliana they? Pena. Yes. Pena. Yes. Yes. So, that felt good. And she's a dime, man. She's a sexy mom. I'm not even going to lie about she's that. She's pretty good. She's pretty good. Send me location. But uh, yes, guys, uh, this is going to be the our second to last podcast of the year. The last one is the upcoming weekend. We That will be the last one. So please tune in. Send us emails. Show Give us, us a like, a follow. A follow Taj and Bruce on Twitter, or at Gmail, and on Instagram. Let us know how we can improve, and we will be back. Again, and uh, I want to I want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas. If we don't see you, you know, be safe. Um, spend some time with the family. Happy holidays. Uh, Happy, Happy New Year, Hanukkah. If and, you do uh, that, and uh, we're gonna be here for the long haul. So stay see tuned. Ya. Peace.